Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday. We are back from a couple of weeks off. And thanks for bearing with me. I needed to kind of get uh, my equilibrium back. A lot's going on. Just a tremendous amount of stuff that's going on. And um, so we need to take care of a bunch, of, a bunch of things. And we are back today with a very interesting, what I consider to be an interesting topic, and I hope you will too. Um, <clears throat> we are going to be talking about how to find the courage to speak your truth during volatile times. And that volatile, this is inspired by some stuff I personally went through, as most of the shows are. Um, this week, actually, actually yesterday was a really crazy day. Um, and I know that everybody is dealing with the political stuff going on. We're dealing with, um, just, I I know the politics have just completely over, over, overrun the country now, you know, we're going into election time soon and everything is, is heating up and everybody's taking swipes at each other and, um, but also these shootings and different, all the different things that have been going on that have just been triggering everybody and, and kind of jumping down on the, beneath our own personal defenses and getting under the skin of many people who uh, can usually fly above the radar, below the radar, however you want to look at it, um, people who are normally pretty pretty stoic about, you know, dealing with the turbulence of the world, and they're kind of getting sucked in. Um, to the spin as well, and myself included. So today I wanted to talk about, you know, when do you keep your mouth shut and when do you actually speak up and say, look, you know, this isn't okay. And I think that this, uh, this, we're kind of having our almost a civil war, you know, with words. Not even, you know, not that anybody necessarily needs to be on a field with guns. We're really having a, a real meltdown with uh, with a lot of things that are going on. So I wanted to bring it up today because I know for myself, it was very hard for me to grapple with, do I speak up about some of the things that I'm seeing or do I just keep, you know, stay neutral and not say anything? I'm being a public figure. It's, you know, you have to be pretty, I have you know, 10,000 people on Facebook in particular. I have close to 5,000, over 5,000 on one page and just about 5,000 on the other. And um, so I see a lot of stuff, a lot more than the average person on Facebook sees. If you have 800 or, you know, even 1,000 people or 200 people, you don't see as much, but I see a whole lot of stuff coming across the, the, the uh, wires there. And um, and I have to be careful what I say, too, because, I, you know, obviously it's a lot more people. It has a lot more impact. And so uh, the last uh, last several weeks was really been there's been some real crazy things being said and going on, and I, I I started to not really be able to keep my defenses up the way I normally would. I started to not for some reason I felt like this 
energy in me that was more um, was very foreign to me because I'm much more of that kind of. Um, I was talking to my friend about this the other day. We we're talking about the you know the different types of energies. You all have it too. So you have kind of that angelic energy. You know that the energy that kind of has that more benevolent feel that. You know, seeing the light in everyone. I was always the one who could say, you know, I see the light in in this situation or that situation, no matter how bad it was. Um, and then there's that kind of fairy energy, and the fairy energy of the elemental energy is that kind of sprightly, um, uh, magical kind of springy energy. It's usual like merrymakers, a little bit volatile as far as uh, running hot and cold. The fairy energy is a little bit more elemental energy. Is a little bit more um, earthbound so it's you know a little bit more volatile than like an angelic kind of an energy but one of the the um and then there's the, the goddess energy you have like the maiden the goddess and the crone so the maiden is your childlike energy and then the goddess is kind of your your strong woman kind of divine feminine kind of energy and then your crone is your wise one you know the one who's been through life and the wisdom and when i was seeing all these things turning through and all my friends are calling me and I have clients talk to me about it. You know, it's just conversation around the world. Um, I started to feel a, a yet a different energy coming in. I'm not used to feeling. And that was the warrior energy, the warrior spirit. And I had just, it, it just is a very foreign um, feeling to me because I'm not a fighter. It's just kind of not my thing. But I started to feel this anger come up and this like, okay, that's not okay feeling come up. And I didn't really know what to do with it. You know, it's like, do you let it implode? Do you just go and get a frappuccino and <laughs> go out to the beach and try to walk it off or go to the gym and start, you know, lifting weights or just go for a run and do you talk back? You say, okay, wait, stop, 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 stop. No, that's not okay. You know, and I really had to give it a lot of thought. And it gave me... um some pretty interesting I had some pretty interesting experiences as, as I started to respond and there's a difference between reacting and responding so I think that's one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight but I also wanted to talk about what all of this means what all of this means on a higher level because yeah I did kind of get pulled down into the trenches and as light workers and as light leaders that you all are if you're listening you know to this call and the podcast and whatnot as we are you know, kind of the representatives of the light, whether light leader, light worker, light warrior, um, we are often put into dense situations to bring light to that situation, to potentially bring wisdom to a situation for healing just by association. A lot of times, you know, light workers are very sensitive people, call ourselves sensitive, intuitive, and whatnot, and they're put into these harsh corporate situations, harsh work situations, or they're in a situation where people are gossiping, or, you know, these kinds of things. And, um, you know, they wonder why, you know, why am I not with the choir? Why, why am I not with other people who think like me? Why am I in the middle of, you know, so much heavy energy, so much harsh energy? And, and the answer is because you're here to distill light. When you carry that much light, then you have the, you're there to kind of be the light bulb for dead situations. So, you know, you'll find a lot of light workers who are nurses and doctors and, you know, in the hospital systems, in the government system, you see little pops of them here and there. You'll see um, <clears throat> corporate America as well. You know, you sense really, you know, dense situations. You get those people, social services, different people, not everybody, obviously, but every so often you get that one person, and that person 
it's a lot of times behind the scenes, very sensitive, the person that everybody goes to for advice, the voice of reason, the wisdom, and a lot of times they're the rebel because they're the ones like, I know that's what I was when I was in corporate. I was the creative and I was hyper-intuitive and I was hyper-sensitive and I was very smart and I could, and I was, I didn't care about the corporate politics. I was anti-corporate politics and that's kind of the kiss of death for a corporate career. So I really didn't put up with that stuff. <laughs> I got myself in a lot of trouble. I was very outspoken. And I had to learn how to refine myself. I really did. I had to learn how to like reel it in and you can't fight every battle. And, you know, sometimes you want to win the battle and you may not win the war or vice versa and all those different, you know, cliches. But the point is that <clears throat> we are put into these dense situations and there are certain people in our field, in society that are there to do a job way bigger than what it seems like they're doing. So um, to see that, you know, there's there's always in certain, you know, centuries, there's various villains who come up through the ranks. You know, there was Hitler and there was, you know, um, you know, different different um, atrocities, different things that, uh, you know, have happened in history. We had our 9-11 situation, you know, your bin Ladens and all those types of people. And what happens is those people are there. Um, obviously it's atrocity and all that so on, on a physical plane. But on an energetic plane, these villains, I'll put that in air quotes, these villains are really huge catalysts for acceleration of, of the planet. They are, they, and when we accelerate as this planet, then all the other planets accelerate. You know, when we get, um, and you can always see it coming, because what happens is you have, um, we have to kind of go in ebbs and flows. So, we have an upgrade in technology, right? So like around 2006, Facebook came out. 2006, 2006, 2007, Facebook kind of started. And that changed the landscape of everything, clearly. And of course, then you had the iPod and the iPhone and the I, everything, you know, Apple. And so our ability to express ourselves became, started to ramp up. Now, prior to that, prior to the internet and the ability to be able to weigh in on everything the way we can now, we had really a much more of a controlled situation when it came to communications. You had a few media houses, you know, major primetime stations and the news um, to disseminate information. And then, of course, you had the long leads, we call them long lead magazines, time, life, music, that type of thing. And then, of course, you have your newspapers um, and your radio, right? So it was, it was, but it was still a very small, if you look at that versus the population of the world, a very small handful of, of people, even if it was even if it was a million people in the media, by comparison to the you know trillions of people around the world, it, it was a very small small group that held the power of what we really heard about and what spread. And even if something broke out in a particular local area, uh, you know, unless a media news outlet really kind of picked it up and started to pound it. Or, or all the media outlets got on it, like Watergate, you know, and everybody preempted their shows. Everybody had Watergate running at the same time. Something like that, you know, you could hear about it, but you couldn't, you didn't get as sucked in emotionally because you only heard about it so much, right? We were in a society of repression and suppression. So if what you did hear about it, you don't like it, you could repress it and kind of keep control because you weren't hearing so much about it because there was only so many places you're going to hear about it from. 
uh, unless you're part of the group that felt victimized or whatever, you know, maybe you're marching on Washington or you're doing a sit-in or, you know, you're against Vietnam or something like that. But there was more of this repression kind of suppression um, thing. And if you were, if you, in order to express, it had to be a physical movement. I mean, you had to be boycotting a product, like walking on Marsh, you know, Washington or burning down Newark or whatever those things were, but they were, it was much harder to make an expressive impact um, in, in the past. So then, you know, fast forward to social media. Now we've gone from a, a society of repression and suppression where things could really be contained and controlled and, and positioned, you know, where propaganda could be positioned and really pretty much controlled that way. Now we've gone to expression, a society of expression with social media, with the blogosphere, with television the way it is, with reality TV, and there's a churn and a velocity that's going on where every single person on the planet has a say, and their say can be instantaneous. And so the, the, the and for, you know, most of the time when you have entities that are used to being in power, it takes a while for them to recognize that there's another power coming up and to recognize the power of that new power. So what we've had is, you know, media, governments, and things like that always being in control. And, you know, as social media is coming up, first it was food is a whatever, you know, these are just silly kids online, you know, talking about each other's cats and, you know, their dinners and breakfasts and what, what they did on the last day that they broke up or got married or something. And then it started to turn into, um, it's now a major source of the news, right? And it's a major source of voicing how you feel. And so the media is usually behind the social network. You know, people are announcing things on Twitter, <laughs> announcing things on Facebook. You know, you get the weather on, the real weather on Facebook, <clears throat> excuse me, and Twitter, and these people who just as a pet project made weather their, you know, their focus, right? So the media is, is, is trying to catch up, trying to keep up. So they can break a story, but the story broke like 10 hours ago on Facebook and probably 20 hours ago on Twitter. And they're trying to, you know, and so there's this mad rush. And it is very hard because I know I'm going through a book, you know, preparing for a book launch. And I have two press teams. I have a publicity and a marketing team in the UK and Europe. And I have a publicity and marketing team in, in the US. And it's huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of people um, to kind of get this book out to the world. And there's a lot of strategy and a lot of, you know, different pitching to different magazines and TV shows and all of whatever. And so there's a lot that goes into breaking a story or to launching or positioning something to the public. And and so what you have now is social media and you have not only has social media taken over the the you know our opinions, we've become an own entity of ourselves, we've given the people a voice. It's also become a judge in a jury box. You know? is become a jury for everything going on. So when we have someone, you know, some of the more vocal people who are coming in and they're saying derogatory things, whatnot, those people set a, 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 a match off. They set a match off that runs through society internationally. And everybody starts to weigh in on it. And what's happening, it doesn't really matter you know, I'm not going to get into the, the names and who said what and, and races and all that. But what I'm going to, what I want, because I want to keep to the mechanics of it for the purposes of our energetic conversations that we have here on the show. 
when you have somebody come in and say this and create such a spin where they just kind of like explode a bonfire and everybody is responding. On the energetic level, that person, that villain, is a catalyst. It's a catalyst that, to get everybody who is being apathetic, everybody who is kind of on the sidelines, not paying attention, and all the people who um, don't normally take a stand, don't normally direct their energy in a specific way. He, he's forcing that hand. He's forcing that hand. And believe it or not, through that adversity, through that chaos, through that spin comes change. Okay? And when we have such technological advances as we're having, we're going through a major upload of technology right now. You know, because now we're in this, this sort of age of expression versus suppression and repression. And this age of expression has a tremendous amount of technology attached to it. And, of course, as soon as they launch one thing into that market, because now everybody's vocal, things can spin out really fast. They can kind of get big and, and, and communicate communication really fast. That happens. So what you're dealing with is a tremendous amount of power technologically. If we want to keep ourselves in, in, a, in a semblance of energetic balance, an interplanetary balance, there has to be an equal level of advancement in the emotions and the energy and the consciousness of the people living here. And we can't have everybody stay the same as the frequencies from however many hundreds of years ago and then advance the technology however many hundreds of years forward and have it work. There has to be a balance. So when you have these big volatile situations, you know, you get a big a president who's, you know, causes all kinds of, you know, dissent and people are fighting over that or you get different people want to be president, all those different things, those, those big leadership kind of roles, and you get somebody who's spinning it and causing mayhem, that person is a catalyst for change. You see a lot of celebrities are catalysts for change. That's why they get those big platforms, you know. Say what you want about Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's driving a whole lot of um, sectors of society forward. And, you know, the, the corporations are looking at her saying, how does she get that much audience? How does she get that much influence, you know, uh, over how people buy? You know, they, they model. When she launched her... Um, her game, her video, her gaming thing, the stock market went way up because they know Kim Kardashian is because they know the numbers of people following her and they don't care. You know, nobody says, okay, of the 50 million people following her, you know, 30 million of them don't like her. They don't care. It's, it's still, she's got the eyeball and the ears and that's what the media pays for. You know, that's what everybody wants access to. So these things that you're seeing in society, you know, that you might say, okay, I'm, I'm going to put my wall up to that. Well, I do believe you put a shield up so that you keep yourself, you know, safe. Energetically, you keep yourself kind of in as, as best you can in a state of, you know, personal balance so you can kind of share your own inner voice and your own intuition about things. But if you can kind of just take the kaleidoscope and just twist the dime a little bit, look at the, a little bit of a different facet, and instead of saying that person's a jerk and those people, you know, want to take our heritage and this person is, you know, whatever your positions are, Instead of looking at it from just from the mental thinking mind, you know, kind of the personality um, mind, what you want to do is look at it from the position of what is happening energetically on the planet. How is this advancing us? And as much as people think it's taking us backwards, I'll tell you what would take us backwards is if we stayed the same. 
and in order to move, like when we had 9-11, you know, we had a lot of people die, obviously. It was the, one of the worst atrocities in history. We know that. But those people who died were catalysts for change because there was a heart, there was a compassion. It was like, you know, our hearts were cracked open. It was very hard to not be affected by what we saw. Very hard, especially in America, where we have a tendency to get very distracted and very in our own silos. And, you know, we have money and we have our cars and our kids going to this school and we're competing with each other and all these different things. And we have a lot of ego, you know, a lot of ego. And that ego has to, it's fine. You know, you want that ambition and hustle. You want to be competitive. You want to be cutting edge. You want to, you know, contribute those big, wonderful things. But at the same time, you don't want to go, go dark to the heart. And these kinds of atrocities, the tsunamis and the different, the earth and the energy has a way of cleansing itself and a way of advancing itself. And sometimes it comes with some really strange, tough packages. And that's kind of what we're going through now. We're going through a rapid acceleration, rapid, rapid, rapid acceleration. So if you feel called forward to say something, like I had someone say something very, very racist to me two weeks ago. And it's really been sitting with me. She's a friend, actually. And really, really uh, sitting with me, you know, I just, I say, I kind of have a tendency when I get upset, I get quiet because I want to, I try not to react emotionally. I, I, I always sort of like take it down, remove myself from the situation and wait until I can have a conversation about it with that person from a more neutral space. I don't go off on people kind of off, you know, the top of my head. But, you know, after the situation with her happened and then we had, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the media and then, uh, you know, on Facebook and then people are putting up some really provocative, awful things on Facebook that have nothing to do with, like, good, solid statistics or issues or a good, healthy debate, but just vicious, you know, vicious, salacious things. And so I finally kind of lost it because <laughs> it was building. And even though I lost it, I still was doing it in an articulate way. And um, and I knew that I was saying to myself, how can I be, I felt like I was being sucked into a vacuum. And I kept telling my guys, like, no, 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 no. We got a book coming out. We don't want to piss everybody off. Like, are you crazy? And they're like, no, go. You say it. You say it. You say it. And I felt it very strongly. And when I did, I can't tell you that I had so many people come to me and say, thank you so much for saying what you said, because you did it with elegance and grace. And it really is true. And this is bringing everything up to the surface to be healed. And that was just one you know, small contribution to a really big conversation. So it's important. The purpose of this show is really to talk about the importance of your voice and of your point of view. You are important. You matter. Every single person matters in the greater, in the greater whole. And it's really important that you do, if something is getting your, your cross, that you do speak up and that you do speak your truth. But in a certain, in a way that's not... That's constructive, right? You don't want to go take somebody down because of how they look or, or something that they, they can't change. You want to say, you know, look, um, uh, this, this, is, this is, you know, we have this issue, this issue, this issue, and this is where I've, you know, this is my position on this, and this is, this is going to help the environment or that's not going to help the environment or whatever those things are that, are, that you're passionate about. If you're for guns, not, you know, against guns, whatever. But these be constructive about it. And then, you know what you're doing when you are expressing yourself and you're constructive about it, you are advancing society. This is called evolution. It's called societal evolution. Now, when you get yourself caught up, and I see this happen because somebody puts up some real provocative post, and it's happened to me, God knows, 
and you just said, okay, that's it. I'm going to kill this person. <laughs> you know, you just want to, it's like, you feel like the like first time you ever want to do a homicide. And you start going, you know, you, you start reading the comments and you start to, how can people think like this? Where are they? What, like, where, where, where do they hatch from? Like, where are these people coming from? How can they think that way? And then you could, you know, weigh in. And then it becomes like a mindset. Sometimes it gets people's adrenaline running. It's the way that they feel powerful. It's the only time they can feel powerful is when they're sitting behind a computer in the privacy of their own home and they're slamming somebody. I heard somebody on um, on one of the media shows call it troll trolls the troll you're, you're feeding the trolls when you when you kind of get yourself sucked into that. Um, but but the point is that you can get psychically attacked when you put yourself into those situations if you're not doing it from a place of strength. Okay, and I know um, I've been psychically attacked several times in the last you know several months just because I'm having success. Too. So you have, you can see that you'll have success in your life, and then somebody who you think is like a really close friend, they're friends with you, but they're they take a swipe at you, you know, and you're like, what, you know, what, what? How could you know? And and you have you've been psychically attacked, and that can, and you know, you've been psychically attacked if you're going through your next days after that's happened, and you're still feeling it, and you're not just feeling it like a mental thought, like oh, what a jerk that person was. You're you're feeling it in your solar plexus. You're feeling kind of like your body might get a little sore. You feel heavy in your body. You're, you keep feeling like anxiety in your stomach or you wake up and you're kind of shaking. You're a little quaky. You feel, you know, you feel like something's kind of following you around, like a dark cloud's kind of following you around. That's usually the attachment to that person's energy from psychic attack. So it's important that, like when my friend did that to me, she, she attacked me, energy, you know, verbally and uh, uh, energetically. It was important that I did some self-care. Okay, so that's what I wanted to share with you today is how, does, how do you care for yourself when you, when you do speak your truth and you are in a volatile situation and as you are now, how do you care for yourself? Because when you know how to care for yourself, then you can have more courage to speak your truth because you know, okay, well, look, I'm going to say what I have to say. And if I get into kind of backlash, I know how to handle that. You know, I, I'm going to shield myself by putting myself in white light before I speak my piece. And then, you know, white light is reflective, so it bounces any kind of negativity back to the sender. And then afterwards, you're going to make sure you go out for a nature walk. Like I always go out to the beach to kind of decompress. Um, the beach, the, the ocean is like a vacuum cleaner for the soul. It really is. That, that churn of those ocean, the waves going out, you get, that's Mother Nature's vacuum cleaner. You don't have that. One of the things I used to do when I was living in New Jersey and I was 45 minutes away from the beach instead of one minute away from the beach, I used to have a sound machine of ocean waves. That can help you as well. So if you're sitting in the Midwest and you're kind of landlocked and you don't have um, access to the ocean without getting on a plane, go on Amazon, order yourself a sound machine. Or you can even go on iTunes and download a, um, you know, ocean wave uh, meditation track. And you can have a loop. You can put it on a loop and just listen to that. And you can, you can literally, your body doesn't know where you are if, you, if your mind is. You can really still get the benefit of that cleansing, that, you know, beach cleansing from the sound machine. So there's no no reason why you can't get, you know, access to that level of cleansing. The other thing you can do is take hot salt bath. I always take hot salt bath with um, Epsom salt and sea salt and a box of baking soda, fresh box of baking soda. Don't pull the one that's out in your refrigerator into the bath because it's, it's spent. You want a nice fresh box of baking soda. And then you can put um, like eucalyptus is great for cleansing. Lemon is great for cleansing. I happen to go to lemon, but there's a, a Whole Foods has a wonderful bath salt um, 
but called by the love company. And I think, you know, actually it's probably a local product here in California, but they all, all the whole foods across the country have wonderful bath salts. The one that um, has the eucalyptus in it is great for cleansing. And then of course, this is the one, anything that has lavender in it is great for like equilibrium, regaining your equilibrium. And, you know, you do a hot salt bath, you know, a few times in a week if you need to, you know, of course there's smudging, and, you know, and, and just good old-fashioned, you know, prayer and centering. It's very, very important that you do not just turn to ice cream <laughs> or, you know, escape in your TV um, and that type of thing. Our psyches are being pounded right now. We really are because even if you're not on Facebook, on social media, and even if you're not watching the reality TV shows, and even if you're not, like, you know, watching the news, and even if you're not, you know, doing all those things, you're still part of the group consciousness. And right now, it's extremely volatile because there's a certain focus that everyone has, and it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of, because we're in a in a in a, a, a interplanetary evolution, like a rapid acceleration of evolution, you're getting that churn. Okay, you're getting sucked into it like any kind of you know, any kind of you know wave pattern in, in the ocean. You're getting like a riptide. Okay, it's I, I, the last time I saw something like this at this magnitude. Much tamer situation, but this is a good comparison for you to get your head around what I'm saying. It's, Michael Jackson, when he passed away, I remember um, hearing the the song Man in the Mirror in my head over and over and over again. And I couldn't get Michael Jackson off my mind. I grew up with Michael Jackson and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, of course, he was part of my life and, you know, as far as pop culture and stuff. But everyone I talked to, my clients, my friends, relatives, you know, people didn't even know. They all said, I keep hearing that Man in the Mirror song. I mean, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Why? Because he was top of mind across the entire world. Very few celebrities would have that effect. But he was in the group consciousness with such high emotion. See, because if it was just, there's there's other things that have come out, like let's say uh, the pet rock, you know, or some kind of fad, you know, different fads that come out, right? Uh, The the ice bucket challenge or something like these fads. Yeah, you see it on Facebook and it's kind of oversaturated and you're like, okay, cool. That was cool in the beginning. Now it's annoying. Okay, let it go away. It goes away. But there's those other things that sort of grab you, you know, that you feel like the churn in your stomach, you feel your heart flutter, you feel like that, that your intensity, that's not just you. It's the fact that there's trillions of other people experiencing that with high emotion simultaneously. So when the U.S. is getting ready for election season, all the other countries, because we have such an impact on everyone's economies, they all watch us. They're involved in it, too. And they all have opinions that extend way beyond our borders, right? Because a lot of people want to come here, and, you know, we know how all, all the issues are on that. So I just wanted to bring this up today to put it out on the table and to take something that was really actually really hard on my system and, and quite frankly, very disturbing and stressful and all that, and turn it into a, a positive spin. Um, just one more strategy, and then I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll go into reading. So if you want to call in for a reading, uh, you can do so. Uh, what is this? Oh, yeah, 347-215-9485. Now is a good time to get in a queue. But one of, one of the things I wanted to say, it, let's say you see something on Facebook and you just have to comment. You just have to put in your two cents. And it's on that person's wallet. This happened to this gal the other day. She had put up something really derogatory, and I was 
really offended by it and just said, you know what? And she was a friend of mine for 40 years, so I was really actually surprised that she did that. And so I put in my comment. And it got to a point where she started to come back at me, and, you know, we went back and forth a little bit, and then she got, you know, she's all victimizing herself or whatever. And I unfriended her because I just said, I can't, I have to stop. I can't go full on, you know, full on. I made my point. I made an articulate way. I substantiated it, and then I was done. So I unfriended her, but another friend of mine who also knew her was kind of with me, and she was kind of going after at the same time. And what I did was I said, okay, how can I turn this now into positive? Because I got my, you know, the, the, the angry part out, but I needed to stay in my center and not get swallowed up by it so it became unproductive. So what I said was, you know what, she has every right to feel the way she feels, put up whatever derogatory thing she wants on her own wall. But I need to take this back to my wall, to my social media space, and I need to address this in a way that's constructive because I knew that a lot of people would see what I was saying on her site because I have 5,000 people on the, on this, on Facebook. So I did, I, you know, there was, happened to be a really constructive article that came out. So I posted that and I just said, this is why, you know, you might've seen these comments I've been making and this is why, and here's, you know, where I stand on it. And I'm, you know, now back to our regular scheduled program of Mara being more inspirational and not focused on all this other stuff. And, I, and, and, you know, and I got a fair amount of comments saying, thanks, Mari, you know, yeah, 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 I get it, and that makes sense, and that's a great article, and, you know, and, oh, we're sorry that happened to you, or whatever. And I was looking for, you know, sympathy and all that, but then it was like, business as usual, go back to, you know, the cat videos, and the kid getting the cute glasses, and all that other, you know, moons and stars, and all the stuff that I normally post. But it gave me a sense of peace, because I knew that I had gone into the battle, done what I needed to do, but I didn't drag it down. I didn't need to win. She kept going and going and it went, you know, other people joined in. It went on and on and on. I stopped, you know, pretty early on and there were several people still reacting, but I, you know, I, I took it into a positive. So if you are going to go into one of those scenarios where you just feel like you got to say what you have to say for your own sanity and equilibrium and to balance your own energy, what you need to do when you're going into those, you know, kind of battlefields is you pull yourself. It's like playing a basketball game, right? They they put in their best person and then, you know, to sort of start the game off and get the points and then they rest them. And then when you really need them at the end, they throw them back in, right? So you want to make sure that you're not just beating a dead horse the whole thing. You want to come back and find a way to find your equilibrium, find a constructive way, rise up above it, look down at what just transpired and try to find the energetic meaning of it because there's always an energetic meaning of everything. Even the most ridiculous things that you think have nothing to do with anything, they do. Okay, we're in a very, 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 very fast times right now. And as sensitive, you can get swallowed up and carry, you know, feel like the walking wounded. So I hope that this has helped you with just, you know, some tools and some thought. Give it some thought and email me at support at ahamomentsinc.com if you um, if you want to give me your your opinions on things that are going on that's fine um, I'm going to be changing the structure of the show in a few weeks um, we're working on that we're going to sort of amp it up a little bit we're going to start to talk a lot more about things going on in society and how they affect us energetically and how we can take all these spiritual principles and apply them to real life I think that 
we certainly, I've been on the air for four years now, and we've talked about everything, <laughs> you know. But how do we apply this now into the real world? I think that's the direction I'd, I'd like to go in. So I'd love to hear you weigh in on that and support at ahamomentsinc.com. So we're going to take a quick break. If you'd like to call in for a reading, you certainly can, 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there.
Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And today we're talking all about how to find the courage to speak your truth during volatile times. And I know we were talking about um, dealing with social media and, the, you know, people at large. But these kinds of things can also start to affect your personal relationships. And um, and it's important that you, you know, it, it's amazing, too, how you start to discover things about people that you didn't know were there. Um, especially when you have those real hot issues coming up. So I highly suggest that you do. This is a time where you really need to do your journaling. You really need to kind of get clear on how you feel about things and allow people to be who they are. Uh, I know I have, you know, several friends who I would say are racially biased or prejudiced or whatever, but there's a certain, uh, it's not, you don't necessarily throw out the babe with the bathwater because who isn't without some sort of prejudice, right? So, you just have to weigh at what point is it a deal breaker, just like you would in any kind of relationship. Um, sometimes it's, um, you know, it is a deal breaker, and sometimes it's, you know, it's just, okay, they are, they be who they be, and, you know, that's an aspect of them that's just an aspect of them, but these other aspects are great, and we'll focus on those. You know, sometimes, it, 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 you know, in times like this, though, if you have had those kind of, you know, tipping point kind of relationships, when you have all this stuff going on in the media, yeah, that's when Apple cards start to flip, right? <laughs> so your personal relationships start to, um, or you start to say, you know, commit, try to commiserate with a friend or whatever, and your friend is like on the other side, and you're like, whoa, oh my God, how did I know who you are, and all that. So this is a real time that you, the same strategy that I talked about when I used on Facebook, you want to sort of say your piece and you want to make an evaluation and if anything, take a step back, take a few days off and just not necessarily off from work but off from, you know, the conversation and 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 really think about it, soul search, because ultimately that's the reason why it's coming up is for you because we all reflect in our world what we're feeling inside in some way or not. And so you want to always say, okay, so what does this mean for me? You know, what, what, where awareness can I receive from this? You know, how can I grow from this? There's lots of different questions you can ask. You want to definitely stay in the question though and ask, you know, what, what's right about this? You know, or what's not? 
but just give because if you ask the question, then you start to keep that conversation going with the universe. You don't get that kind of hit the wall. When you hit the wall on things, you start to lock horns, and you just get aggressive, and that doesn't really help anybody, right? All right, so I think that's good. I think we're good tonight for the content. Um, good thing about this week is we have a new moon this week. I'm not sure exactly what the day of that moon, new moon is. Um, my friend was just telling me, she just reminded me. So that's a good thing. And we do have Akashic Record readings. I am doing some of those um, for the month of July. Um, so you can go on the website at ahamomentswell.com uh, and just make sure you're on our email list. And if you are, then you'll get the announcements about that. I may be doing a little sale soon, so keep your eye out for that. And that's it. So let's go ahead and get to some callers. If you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. And if you've been waiting, thanks for waiting, and I hope you're near the phone. So we don't miss you when we open the line. And the first person is Tabitha from New Jersey. Hi, Tabitha. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Good. What's your question? Uh, I really want to ask about a job, but but something keeps directing me. I, I need to ask a question about uh, my stomach. Okay. What's happening with your stomach? Um, I was having some problems yesterday, and I noticed that my urine was kind of like almost just the color of blood, really. Okay, so that means you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I'm kind of um, yeah thinking they're gonna keep me if I go. Yeah, I know, I know, but if they do, they're gonna fix you too. So. Yeah. I can't. I definitely don't want to give you medical advice at that level because I'm not a medical intuitive. So I would say absolutely, I'm going to deflect to the doctors on that one. Um, what's your other question? You were going to ask me about a job. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about a job. Okay. What is it? What's I was the question? I, I I just want to. I'm going to go put some applications. In. I want to go put some applications, and there's one on my mind, but um just kind of want to know if you see me getting it to the Goodwill retail or cashier floor work or something. Well, I don't know that you're going to get a job with that kind of energy. <laughs> you got to have to sort of want the job. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, Mario, see anything drop on the sky? You know, like, hello? <laughs> yeah. you, gotta, you need to, I think, first of all, you need to focus on your health. Because I think Part of the reason why you're low energy is because you're not feeling well. And okay. from an energetic perspective, you know, anything that has to do with your stomach is your solar plexus, which also is um, your confidence center, your will center. And you're very weak in your will right now, you know, kind of like you're, you're kind of low energy and kind of like, well, I'll just let life happen to me and, you know, well, can I get a job? And, and that's not the way that you go after, you know, life you know you have to there's there, you're kind of missing that passion and that fire you know so what i would highly suggest is you get you know can you get a job sure of course you can get a job um and the way that but the way that you're going about it even if the job was planned for you you have such low energy around it you might not get it just because you're kind of you kind of don't want it so why don't you focus on what it is you really want and what kind of category you would really like to work in. Yes, you, could you get a cashier's job at Goodwill? Sure. But 
there's pro- it feels to me like there's something else that you'd really like to do that you don't necessarily think you can. And I think a lot of that will shift once you kind of get over the fear about your health. And I think that's your first okay. stop is to go, you know, get that. It's better to know than not know and get yeah. that handled and then, you know, kind of get on the get on the horse for what the real job is that you want that you're going to be passionate about. Okay. All right. So I, I wish you all the best. I was energetic, and then when I seen that, my energy went kind of like. Of course, yeah, you got scared. And I'm like, oh man, something kicked in. Yeah, you're scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're scared. But that doesn't mean that the the energy can't come back. You just need to get that taken care of first. That's your first priority. Yeah. We're gonna have to okay. jump to the next caller, but I hope that's helped. Um. Okay. So next we have Carol in Virginia. Hi, Carol. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. You know, on the topic of this, let's see how I can broach this, but on the top, the general topic of tonight's um, tonight's call, um, I I just put I just put an issue on the table. I'm a I'm a vegan, animal advocate, yeah. um, mm-hmm. environmentalist, um, very mm-hmm. strongly vegan. And and yeah. I and I really believe, um, you know, I, I know what goes I know how it impacts um I know what happens to the animals and and, and how horrific it is without exception. Um mm-hmm. I know how raising animals for food impacts the environment, you know, more more so than many, many other things on earth in a negative way. Um mm-hmm. so I, I know all this. I'm I'm a longtime vegan and, and I teach people about it in the in my sort of going about my daily life. Um, and right. I'm soon, I've, and and we'll be teaching a little bit more about it in a, a little more focused way coming up. But in my going around in the on, there's so many spiritual metaphysical people that talk about the golden rule, unity of all life, etc. And I have a completely blind eye to life beyond human beings. Instead of it being mm-hmm. inclusive of all living forms, it's it's just about mm-hmm. people. Right. And, um, and I, I don't believe that at all, and I find it a, a ginormous, ginormous blind spot. Um, but so I'm really bringing this up because it is something that I think about, and, and I and it is something I have very strong, not just feelings about, because I have knowledge about it. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, it's a toughie because very few, very few of the people that I that are my friends, etc. You know, I'm sort of. I'm not surrounded oh, by lone vegans. woman on lone wolf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and right. and and sometimes I'll listen to people sort of say, "Oh, it's a choice," and I'm thinking, "Yeah, it's a choice," but so was you know, so is Nazis. You know, being a Nazi is a choice. It doesn't make it okay. And I and I really believe I really believe that because I know what happens to the animals, and I believe in the golden rule. But I'm I'm just put that put this on the table based on tonight's topic because it is it is volatile. I feel strongly. I'm trying to be a positive force. In, in the world, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and I just I put it on the table. So, so, so what? So, what's your question around it? You're putting it on the table, but what is? Are you just saying it as a well, statement, I, or do you have a question around? Well, the, I just I'm putting it out there because, you know, it's 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 to, from my point of view, it's no more okay than a lot of other things on Earth that are not remotely okay. 
but right. I have to deal with people a lot that act as if it's it's nothing or oh you're just a little old vegan that's your choice and my yeah. choice is to you know to eat the animals as but they sort of have, are so blind to what's really going on in the animal kingdom or choose to be so I want to speak up I want to say more and I do and I do but it's difficult and and I'm working well, on it and I just okay. I'm looking that's yeah. So let me let me just say two things about that because I get I hear your passion I can feel your passion and I think that 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 impassion that raw passion is there for a reason. I I very much believe that um, having you know my share of rescue animals um, that the animals are evolving very much like the humans are evolving that animals don't stay the same and so the the sentience of the animals you know i personally have there's one cat that i have his name is paris and he is extraordinarily communicative like he can talk actually pronounce words with his meows and he also um contextually asks for things and his only reward is getting the thing he asks for so if he's hungry he goes long way and I, and then he is are you hungry and he responds to the single syllable so he knows how to say yes and no and literally pronounce certain simple phrases of sound for what he wants and he's never been treat trained and he doesn't you know he's literally he only gets what he's asking for and he knows and it's a, I have a real bond with this little being because he really he is expressing himself you know and that is an evolution of animals and you see it you know that's one of the good things Facebook is you know Facebook is good for is that you're seeing all these videos coming up of these interspecies, you know, the sheep taking care of the lion and, you know, the thing that should be killing each other, their besties and all that kind of stuff. And so you're seeing there's a certain evolution that, that just exposure to, wow, we didn't know an animal could do that, you know, kind of thing, is, is raising the bar of people's um, ability to see animals beyond, you know, meat or beast of burden to ride or you know these types of things zoo animal you know behind bars or whatever so um i think as you see society elevate in their own evolution and start to look at things with more sentience you know and stop at so much of the hierarchy of life forms and look at everything as you know a sentient you know sentient being you're going to see a lot more respect and a lot more concern with with you know what you're talking about well i will caution you though is that you're in a world where no it will there will never be a hundred percent buy into your point of view and your point of view is truly your point of view and you're very you're very passionate about it you know what the animals go through i mean i i i'm very aware of all of that as well for your own sanity i think it's really important i think what you're missing right now is a platform and it's really important for you to organize your thoughts, write the book, put up the blog, you know, start your speaking, because that's clearly what you're, you know, set to do, and find your tribe. Because it's very hard to go out into the world as a single voice with no platform, and to just then it just feels like you're self-righteous spewing every time somebody bites into a hamburger kind of a thing. And that's the way people see it. But if you go and you say, okay, I'm taking this seriously, I'm going to put some structure around my point of view. And then you have a place where people can go and start to read your story. And then you're posting your pictures, you're posting your, you know, your, your various points of view, your substantiation of that point of view. Then you start to get people to come kind of, it starts to create like a kind of a, uh, a swirl around it. 
and you get your core supporters, and then you have a voice. Is that and what you mean by a tribe? Up. Yeah, a tribe is your platform. So, like, I have okay. my tribe I'm here on the radio show, my audience. I mean, I, I, I have people from 100, I have, what do what we have, 95 countries listen to this show. We have hundreds of thousands of people listen to this show. So it's tribe, you know, and I mean, I want to talk about intuition. Everybody should be intuitive. There's a whole lot of people that don't want to be intuitive and use it. They have it, but they don't want to deal with it. And I can't lose sleep over that. It's not, and it's it's self-righteous of me to think that everybody should be that way. And that's where when you get into the vegan and how people should eat and all that kind of thing, you have to, if you don't want, if you really want buy-in and people to have sort of a, a curiosity about what you're saying so that they, because curiosity then gives you the opportunity to educate and then gives the opportunity for someone to use their own free will to come on board. You can't go and start beating people up and telling people everything they're doing wrong and how all the animals are dying. It's a, you know, hand of a sword and a hatchet and all those things that people do. I think, you know, what I'm discerning is that there's a difference because even in your thing, it said about telling your truth because I, I don't think I need to. I, what I've concluded is I can't make anybody do anything, but I can tell right. the truth. And and so the truth well, may not be your pretty, truth, but though. I can tell it. No, it's, it's some your of it's truth. Not, it's not well, my well, truth. No, it is. It's I mean, tr- listen. Here's the thing, and that's the piece that you're going to have to really work through. And we can't do it in three minutes on a radio but, show. But I just want to clarify that that it's wrong is my truth. That it happens is the truth. No, I understand that. I understand that. But the way that you're choosing to react to it and, and that passion, you just have to, you know, passion, and this is what I've learned, especially even with, you know, working with the media now in the, you know, a more advanced way than I have in the past. Passion really has to be packaged, okay? Because what you want is receptivity to not necessarily buy into what you, you your, your, your how-to-fix-it idea, but receptivity to the idea first. Right? right. Then you can inspire teams to go about the how to fix it, you know. But you have to realize that there's going to be the people who are going to be there with you and buy into it and feel the same way, and then there's going to be a whole lot of people who are not. And you want to know who those people are because you can't – you're not here to fix the whole world, and that's where you can get really burnt out. Like if I was on a crusade, you know, you're on a mission, not a crusade, okay, and that – mission you can't you know i listen i i'm an animal activist i you know i i i i do readings for animal shelters and to raise you know fundraisers and things like that i can't look at animal abuse in any way shape or form people send me pictures i i can't i you know tears me to shreds um as this business grows bigger i'll have you know i'd love to have a sanctuary for you know rescue animals especially farm animals so i get what you're saying but i also think that there's a way to harness your passion so it's received. And yeah, that yeah. is a fine line, you know, and that's what I mean by speaking your truth. Um, you need your tribe first because then I give you your numbers and then other people have a way of saying, you know, okay, I know you want to say it like this, but I think the way that people might receive it a little bit easier is like that, okay. you know, and then okay. you're going to have a sort of, you have to come up with your own process of how to indoctrinate people into you can't slam them and say you can never have a hamburger again. You killed the cow who you're eating the the chickens are being smothered by the phone. You got to and now you got to eat raw food. And and when the yeah, entire culture yeah. is based based on a totally opposite way of being, you're talking about a big stretch for most people. So yes, you're absolutely. I I agree with you about the atrocities of slaughter, 
I agree with you, you know, about a lot of things you're talking about, but if you want to make the impact that I think you're here to make, you have to organize yourself, create your platform, and create your own system of, okay, here's the issue, and here's what you perceive the solution is. Okay. And recognize that not everybody's going to buy in. And let okay. those I people be who said, they are. Yeah, and I think from what you're describing, I've begun down that road, so this is good. Good, good, excellent. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks for your passion. Thanks for sticking up for the critters. Really appreciate that, and I honor you for that. Have a great night, Carol. Okay, so we have come to yet to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. Can you believe it? Wow, that went fast. Um, I thank you for listening to this, and I thank you for participating, those of you who called in. We will be back here, same time, same place next week, and we'll end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.
ਦਾਦੀ ਦੀ ਮੱਖਣ